Narf Narf. Oh yeah. In a world. In a world. This was one. <laughs> there is one sports podcast. This was an one world. I, this reminds me. I got to go to the movies this winter. For what? For a bunch of movies. America's favorite sports podcast. No one's listening. Knows. What movie are you gonna go see, Buddha? Go ahead, from oh, what? go ahead, promote them. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to start over? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, Get ready this winter for John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> guys, by now you guys already know what this is. It's America's favorite sports podcast. A whole bunch of bombs. <laughs> hey, ladies and gents. It's a friendly dreadlock demon here. Dreadlock Demon. Yep, bringing back that term. Yikes. Well, uh, this is Buddha. How's everybody doing? The Fade Extraordinaire. You're good. Oh, I know what we're waiting for. A sports podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't hold it in. I see how long I was going to go. Maybe the whole show or something. I hope everybody's Christmas was good. That would have been fantastical. That would have been so fantastical. Christmas was good. How'd you guys do? Everybody was good? I had 85 Krispy Kreme donuts. I conquered Christmas. Hey, you know you're lit, Nels? I'm super lit, actually. Speaking of this weekend. Oh, gosh. Nels, do you want to talk about it? No, bro. What happened? Something happened with you, an important part of your life. For real? Yeah. Tell me about it, bro. No, you tell people about it. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. What okay, was it? fine, whatever. This weekend, Nels got engaged. He's not got engaged. Yeah, buddy. So he popped. He popped the question. What you're saying is somebody is my fiance. Yeah, you got a fiance. You got a fiance. Whoa. Well, I accept her. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness is I that a challenge how you, how you feel Nose? Um, in all honesty being I, mean, I feel great man you know what I'm saying you were nervous leading up to it I know that he was narfing I was I was nervous but you know my boys was there with me for sure for sure so, you know what I'm saying like it was and in spirit down. yeah that too and um no yeah I was there um I mean honestly man I'm just I'm just happy that that I've made it to this point man like it's just cool to know that uh you know, you got somebody who's who's got your best interest just as much as you got yours, and you know, hey, keep it brief, bro. You had speeches that day. It was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, my speech wasn't that long. I don't know. Yeah, In the Snapchat was, world, when it's two, three, four, yeah, you know that story. It was kind of dope, but I wish they'd do a better job on like piecing the, the, the clips or, together, organizing the clips together. Yeah, you kept hearing the same part of the speech over and over. Back, back, back. <laughs> it was forth, lit, though. Forth. Now I'm proud of you. Thank you, man. Really yeah, it's dope, man. If you, I mean, this dude had a whole day pretty much set up to uh, illuminate his fiance, fiance, um, birthday to commemorate her, commemorate her birthday. Her birthday, mm-hmm. yeah. So he did that. He opened up big. Go, go ahead, tell the world what you did, man. Everyone I mean, knows? so pretty much like what I did was, um, we've we've been on and off again for like the last ten years, and pretty much like, I pretty much. Uh, First and foremost, I had a, just the nail appointment set. That was the only thing that was set. I got in contact with like five or six of her close close home girls, and we set up the day. And it was ten different locations um, around like South Palm Beach, North Broward area, and um, those ten places just had like you know 
deep meaning to us like the first place I met her the first place like I told her my feelings for her the first place I actually looked at her and was like hey I'm gonna make this girl my girlfriend all that so I had drafted 10 stories 10 mini stories and her homegirl split them up and they each read one part um, when she was at the nail salon she didn't know her homegirls was gonna be there so I dropped her off went around the way met her homegirls came to the front she looked surprised and shocked and amazed and I was like okay we're gonna take her phone so we did. I told them her password. So her phone was pretty much taken hostage, and she was with them for the rest of the day. They blindfolded her to each location. That could have ended and up real bad. Cause she, if she was petting and talking about it with her friends and behind their back, they could they would have dared to read that. But carry on, sir. I'm just being petty, Eddie. No, yeah, I wasn't worried about that. Those are like her really, really close friends. So, I'm just messing. Um, I mean, I figured that they would have been okay. And the, the the difference between most girls, well, especially that squad, they have no issues with. Airing those things out oh, to each squid. other. Shout so, out to the squid odd. Yeah, so they, they were good. Um, so, I mean, the day accumulated with a surprise party for her. And at midnight when everybody was singing happy birthday for her and the cake, God brought out the cake, said happy birthday, will you marry me? And then I gave like, you know, a whole little spiel and got on, got the old knee dusty. Well, in that case, wet because for some awkward reason there was water everywhere. And um, yeah, she said, yeah. Good stuff, man. And that was it. How about? So let me know when the bachelor party is. We lit. Yeah, man. We're going. We're going to do the bachelor party at a Dubai. At a at a missionary, and we're gonna spread the good word. Oh. That's what's up. You for real? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I was like, wait a minute. All right. So Don't moving on to other guess. things. Once again, Nels, we proud of you, bro. Thanks, um, appreciate it, bro. So. Into the sports world, In things sports are world. things are starting to come to a close. Um, we got in the NCAA, uh, the bowl games happening. Did you just say the NCAA? Oh no! The NCAA, the Inca, the Yes, Inca no. You should have just skimmed over and said college football. Listen, you tried to get that one in there, but I caught that all. You feel me? You feel me? Yeah. All right, bro, keep going. Okay. Well, I was actually going to turn it over to you and see if there was anything you guys wanted to uh, address or talk about. Um, We're going to be doing a lot of bowl game picks this week. Uh, So look forward to that, everybody. (laughs) I really hope these bowl games can resurrect what has been so far a pretty boring bowl season. Yeah, it's been. I mean, let's be let's be legit. There, there's been pretty boring. Some games just haven't really lived up to the hype. Let's talk about our experience at the uh, the Boca Raton Bowl. Um, Let's do that. That was the reason we had to record the podcast early last week. We went to the Boca Raton Bowl here. And FAU put a hurting on uh, who did they play? Akron. Akron. Yeah, we beat them uh, fifty to three. I believe the final score was fifty to three. Man. Yeah, we got in that. Uh, yeah. We spotted oh, them three points too. Word. No, nah, but it was a fun time. I mean, that was actually my first time going to an FAU football game um, in their new stadium, which it isn't really new anymore. It's well, that's what you went last year. I went to the Boca Raton, but they didn't play in it, though. There's two other teams. Oh, that's right. It was yeah, Western yeah, Kentucky yeah. and somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle Tennessee and Memphis. Something like that. Yeah, but no, it was it was fun, though. I had a good time. Um, 
was able to drink beforehand and stuff. Shout out to the VIP tailgates. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was cool. You know, hanging out with, with the brothers and whatnot. It was you, cool. Did you guys enjoy your time there? I had a great time just watching FAU demolish the Zips of Akron. Yeah, it was cool, bro. It's cool. Yeah. Like, why did they even get on the field? You hear what the, their announcer said? I don't know if you guys search uh, or be on Twitter too much. The a guy who announces the Akron game said they took this bid to come to this bowl game, but as soon as they found out that they were playing FAU, they wanted out. And it was already too late. Yikes. Why did they want out? Because they didn't want to play against FAU because they know FAU was good. Yikes. Oh, wow. You went on You went on the tail of the tape and said that. That's all bad. Oh, my gosh. They came in knowing that work was coming their way. Mm-hmm. So that 50, that 50 pound that you got placed on your head, that you knew it was coming. They tried FAU, though, by doing They could have given us a harder team to at least make it a ball game. I would have I I liked to see us in, in USF, to be honest. That would have been a beautiful game to watch. That would have been a nice game. And that stadium would have been lit. That would have been a beautiful game to watch. I even take that FAU versus UCF. Oh, yeah. I don't like... um, One of those two teams. It would have been a beautiful (laughs) game in Boca Raton. I don't like FAU's chances against UCF, though, to be honest. Really? I don't know, know, man. You know what? um, Another something that... I think we would have given them a game. I ain't going to sit there and say we would have won anything, but... Something that we saw there in that game that... I felt really a ways about was that how bad, how terribly bad Devin Moses Singletary has been snubbed with this Heisman voting um, to at least be the fourth uh, candidate on the list because of what he did this year, 30 plus touchdowns, 1,800 yards rushing. I mean, that's just like amongst the elite in the whole entire collegiate football. Is that one of those things where they look at the schedule and say? No, they look at who you, who you play for. Oh, so it's not even like who you're playing against; nope. it's who you're playing for. Who you're playing for? I mean, he's he's group nice. of, he's group of five. So since he's group of five, and not what is that? Power, group of five is like Arab, the five everything big else conferences that's outside of yeah the bubble uh, outside of gotcha, the uh, gotcha, gotcha. power five conferences. Yeah, so the, you have the cool kids who are the power five, and then you got all the emo kids who are the outside kids. So if you're not a power five, you're probably not going to get like that. Right, that's why people were. That's why unless like, you're putting up like astronomical numbers. Right, but thirty plus touchdowns, eighteen hundred yards rushing. If there's anybody else in the um, Power Five that had this this year, easily go and hand that man the Heisman because he's right. the the factor of the uh, team. That sucks. But he just it's terrible. He's and then for him only to have a third team All American bidding. Just a third team. So, like, my question is, like, let's say he has another year like this next year. Is he still not even going to get looked at? Or would that be better consideration for him? No. It would be better consideration for him, but they, they're going to say they they would have some excuse. The um, what, I, what I'll say is this is why I've always been a, a fan of um, the group of five having their own national championship game their own playoff their own national championship their own player of the year all of that the group of five should be their own thing because i mean i the only thing they can only wish for is for them to move up right to the 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 power so would you say the winner of the championship playoff then goes into the big big dance for them that'd be be cool because right now think about it it's uh power well not the power five but the uh so you go ahead 
I was th- I was gonna say like so do you think they would do something to where like instead of the top four that get into the playoffs they would do like the top three and then whoever wins the championship for the group of five becomes that fourth seed. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see. I still want to. I still want to get to sixteen teams playoff. Or worst come to worst, eighteen playoff. Yeah, worst come to worst, eighteen playoff. And if we did that, that bottom grouping of five have a championship, and the winner of the championship goes to the big dance, then they would have to also do the same thing for division two and three. You you can do that just for the bottom five guys. You would have to do that all the way around. And to go ahead to say something about the boring bowl games that we had, Division Two playoffs look kind of fun to me. Uh, Division Three playoffs they look fun to me. Hell, HBCU playoffs look amazing. Two times for that boy Kincaid. He's a transfer from where? Kincaid. Yeah. Not too sure. It's a it's a Division One transfer. Ah, it's going to bug me. It's going to bug me. It's going to bother me. But the Group of Five is the American Athletic Conference, the Conference USA, the Mid-American Conference, the Sun Belt Conference, and the Mountain West Conference. And the Power Five, obviously, ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, SEC. I mean, I just feel like... No, I feel you. You're not getting in, bro. I agree, yeah. You're not. You feel not. You're not. You know what I mean? So... Old Miss. Kincaid's from Old Miss. Nice. I told you, he's a Division One guy. Yeah, he is. So, like, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like, they should just have their own set awards, their own set national championship. FAU would have probably won that. That'd be cool. Tbh. You know, you know why that'd be cool. But but I would, I would say, the big broadcast networks that would have to cut those schools a deal too, because it's another way of those kids getting the uh, light shined on them. I mean, shoot, you guys take so much money out of them anyway, college football. You guys make so much money, so much billion dollars off of these kids' names. Why not give them more, more of a pedestal for them to shine, more bigger stages, like more opportunities and whatnot, household names? I mean, there, there's a lot of good teams on there. There's, there's some decent teams like UCF, USF. They would have been in that. You know what I mean? You got Navy. Um, who else? Memphis. Memphis is another good team that's not getting any love. No love. Um, no glove. No love. There's there's a good number of teams on there that did good this year. Crazy. I would have got some love. No glove. No love. You know. So it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I'm, I'm just not a fan of seeing the same consistent things. And even then, like you can look at the Power Five conferences, and it's not like everybody in the Power Five is getting love either. It's the same teams. We know it. You know why? <clears throat> Cash rules everything around me. Cream. Get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's it. Honestly, man, like I'm just... It powers them. And I think that also leads to boring bowl games. That's just what it is. Like, I don't want to see third and fourth place from the American Athletic Conference playing a bowl game. Yeah, I feel I don't. I, I, it doesn't really entertain me. Like, I don't want to see Georgia State play Arkansas State. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, maybe doing a playoff or having something different. And these group of five teams have a good amount of teams where you could get some exciting games. You could. Like, you could have potentially seen an FAU-UCF game or an FAU-USF game. FAU-Memphis. 
Mm-hmm. So who won the Mac? Who beat um? Who beat Akron? <coughs> Toledo. That was Toledo. Toledo's a good team. Imagine mm-hmm. seeing Toledo, Toledo play against UCF. Toledo's a good team. <coughs> we, we saw Toledo play early in the year against Miami. We were very impressed. So I don't know. It, 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 the committee. The committee gets a lot of things wrong, and this is another one of the big issues that they get wrong is the scheduling of the bowl games. You pick a weak opponent versus somebody who plays good football, or you play two weak opponents. What people want to see good football. I mean, I do. I understand you guys want to get money to these programs. Well, figure it out some other way. Don't turn away from those big conference teams playing against those weak teams. That's money for that program. Let that happen. Word. Let that happen so we can at least get this bowl games corrected and get this playoff to eight teams instead of these, this, uh, this four-team thing that and you guys have so much um, damage. Get it to eight teams. Get it to eight teams so it's more interesting, more fun, like the big league does it. Uh, Division two does it. D three, NAIA, high school, NFL. Wait a minute. Pretty much everybody, huh? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> it made no sense, man. Man, it's nuts. It's peanuts. 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 Cue up the Charlie Brown song. Alright. Are we gonna make that segue over? Because if we gotta segue over, I got a filler for right in between there. For what, college football? Uh-huh. Yeah, because I, I don't have anything else to really talk about as far as that goes before the pick, so it's really whatever you guys want to discuss. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I have nothing. Oh, I do have something. Uh-oh. I have the, what seems to be the amazingly dodged thing about these college and NFL reporters, analysts, failing to speak about the black quarterback. The top five quarterbacks who are set to come out in the NFL draft are, for, let's call it for what they are, let's call it, they're white. Um, but that's not where the issue there lies for me. Um, the issue lies for me is that these guys are not a part of winning programs. In order for me, myself, how, how I view the quarterback position, winning is a big part of it because you're the leader of the team or you could say leader of the offense it doesn't matter still leading and if you're not winning how could you be elite how could you be considered top tier um what i forget the name of the kid that was out of washington years back that Tet, titans had um drafted locker locker he got drafted simply off his intangibles because he was athletic and he was a big frame, strong kid. Was he winning games at Washington? No. Still went top, uh, first round top guy. What did he do in the NFL? Probably did two years, two, three years, uh, minimum, and then canned it. He was out of there. So, that being said, you got a kid like Josh Allen, who before, who, who was at um, Wyoming before, last year? Who's the last guy at Wyoming? Was it um, guys at Rams? Who's Rams quarterback? Goff. Was Goff at Rams? Goff was at Cal. Goff was at Cal. Was at Cal. Last Wyoming quarterback. Because this is the reason why Wyoming is getting love. 
Why, so we we talk about him. We'll talk about um Allen. We'll talk about Josh Rosen at UCLA, who's who I think he's stinking up the joint. Um, Did you hear what the reports are coming out right now? Well, him not playing. About what do you mean him not playing in the bowl game? Because no, no, no. That's no, not that. It's reported that. Um, hold on, I have it written down here. <laughs> My bad. Okay, uh, he's going to consider staying at UCLA rather than risk being drafted by the Browns. Oh, he snapped. <clears throat> I can't get mad he's at him for that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I can't get mad at him for that. Wow. So who's the last person to do that? Yikes. Elway? To stay in so you didn't get Well, drafted? not necessarily stay in, but like refuse to play for a team? No. If he would have been drafted? Eli. Josh Allen been there, bro. Oh, that happened Josh with Eli Allen. too. Remember, Eli Eli was supposed to go to San Diego. <coughs> oh, but they traded him. Yeah, got his dad involved. He wasn't even like traded him. Like the guy just flat out said, "Like, look, I'm not playing for you guys." Period. Gotcha. Yeah, he's supposed to go to San Diego. But okay, so Josh Allen, Josh Allen, he put in uh, 2017. He's 152 out of 270 passing. That's 56 percent as a passer. 1800 yards. 16 touchdowns, six picks, five rushing, and um, yeah, five rushing touchdowns. He has a, a, a 51.9 total QBR, which is, we would say what? Nels? What's his QBR? What do you think that, that, that rates out to you, for you? Like, as far as what his QBR should be? For, yeah. Run them stats by me again? He's 152 out of 270 passing, which is equates to 56.3%. Okay. Um, only threw for 1,800 yards and 16 touchdowns, six picks. And who's this? Josh Allen. That sounds butt. His QBR, his QBR should be like 75, and it's a, it's a 51.9. His QBR. QBR. Sharks. Just because he has the intangibles. The intangibles. <clears throat> and they're going to they're gonna make an excuse for him and say that, oh, well, he's not... He's not on a premier team. He plays for Wyoming. If mm-hmm. you put some weapons around him, then you could really see what he can do. Right. That's what they're going to hit you with. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what they have said about other quarterbacks who have been panned out. So then we look at, we'll look at Sam Darnold, the very inconsistent Sam Darnold at USC. 277 out of 435. Um, 63%. 3, uh, 3,700 yards passing, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks. QBR, <coughs> 76-1. 76.1. Sounds like uh, pure gunslinging to me. Pure gunslinging to me. A lot of, yeah, 16 interceptions. You heard that. Mm-hmm. Then we go to their guy. This is the, who the analysts love, Josh Rosen, UCLA. They do love him. Bro. They love him, 6'4", So he has only 30 career starts. Um, he's two... 280 out of 452, 62%, 3,700 yards passing, 26 touchdowns, 10 picks. He has the best numbers out of all three of them, though. I don't think he's he's been playing longer, though. <clears throat> well, Josh Rosen had a good year last year. I know they definitely was building off of that, for sure. Now, listen, a guy who doesn't get talked about a lot, we're going to talk about his numbers. 260... Out of 369, um, 71%, 
4,200 yards passing, 41 touchdowns, 5 picks, QBR 93. Who was that guy? Lamar. Baker Mayfield. Where's Lamar? Oh, I'll get to that. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is 240 out of um, 399, 60%. 3,400 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, 6 picks, 17 rushing touchdowns, 85.9 QBR. But we don't talk about him as a quarterback. No, we don't. They talk about the Josh Allens, the Rosens, the... the. You know who else they don't talk about? The real deal, I don't even mean to cut you out just because we're no, staying I want you here. to add in. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper, that ain't sounds familiar. Who's yeah. Memphis quarterback. Look up his numbers. Riley Cooper. Memphis quarterback? Baker Mayfield isn't built like that either. He's short. No, he's thicker though. Oh, true. So I guess his measurement. Do you just mm-hmm. call Baker Mayfield thick, bro? Low key. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's just like, it's very unfair how they sit there and talk about these three guys. Like these three guys. Or, here's the funny thing. These three guys weren't even Heisman candidates. We ain't, we're not even talking about these guys as high, like Heisman yeah, hopefuls. Yeah, they, they weren't. They weren't. They're going off of potential. Potential? Hey, we're going is, off what you could be? This is all why I'm hoping that Lamar Jackson falls to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And just goes big. I would love that. Because here's what I'm seeing is going to happen. Sorry, and I know this is more NFL stuff, but no, like, I need you to talk. No, but no, what, I think, what I think it would be a smart move for Jacksonville to make after this season Sign Eli Manning in the offseason. He could be a veteran presence that you need on that field. He's got a good relationship with Tom Coughlin. Oh, Coughlin is over there. He is their GM, you know, and he wants to go to a team that's on the the upside of things. Mm -hmm. And while he's there, you know, they can draft Lamar Jackson so he can even sit for a year. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of get the layout of everything, mm-hmm. so that way you know. That's a very young dynamic you give, team. You too. give you give Eli a year to see if he can handle business. After that, take the reins off of off mm-hmm. of Lamar and let him run loose. You have Eli there just to teach, and I think yeah. that's a beautiful yeah. Uh, just uh, to move. teach, just to teach more of the quarterbacking side of things as far as like passing and like right. That kind of stuff because the scrambling, everything like that, just comes natural to Lamar right. when he plays. I think so. As I, far I as think, like when it comes to him having to sit in the pocket and stuff, like he can learn. I think that's a great move, and I think that's uh, more of a great move because if I'm correct, Blake Boyles' contract is up after this, this year. Yeah. So you and, got, and he does. And I'm sorry. Yes, he has played good the past four weeks yeah. or so, but that doesn't warrant a fat contract, which he'll no. be due a fat contract just based on what the league averages for quarterbacks mm-hmm. now. He's no, not, he doesn't deserve it. No, definitely. But sorry, we'll get to NFL later. Sorry, I just right. wanted to I just wanted to throw that in because I just think Lamar Jackson in Jacksonville would just it'd be a perfect fit. Yep. But last time Jacksonville had a guy who was a perfect fit, they passed on him. Mm. His name Timothy Tebow. Mm. Is his name actually Timothy? Well, what do you think his name's just Tim? I'm just asking. He's a church guy. I believe it is Timothy. Oh, it has yeah, it's definitely yeah, from the Bible. True. Has true, to be true, Timothy. true. But your boy, it's Riley Ferguson, not Cooper. My bad. Riley, oh, I'm tripping. Riley Cooper, Who's isn't that a wide receiver? That's a wide receiver. For the Eagles. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's the racial. I was like, I knew I heard that name before. Mm-hmm. 
I'm Riley, tripping. But what, what McKenzie said was right because oh yeah, listeners, we got Kent in the building. Like I was just about said. to segue to that. Actually, that that weird voice that you're hearing, that <laughs> that's our that's our uh, our artificial producer. Yeah, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, he's here. He's in the building. He's in the building. Man. He what? He is right though. Riley Ferguson's build is what they're gonna knock on him. He's only six two. But what are his stats? Wasn't he like, wasn't he like a walk on or something? Something he's, was. He mm-hmm. was working, washing cars, and then he came to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lit. 6'2", 200 pounds, rating uh, 3,900 yards passing, 36 touchdowns. His rating was a 161. Sheesh. Um, he just built awkward. Yeah, the, that 6'2", that, that 200, they're going to knock him for it. They're, they're going to give him everything in the world, say, hey, he's not that big enough. He can't, take a, he can't take a lick. He, he can't do this. He can't do that. But what are his numbers? I'm looking that up. It's kind of crazy how they, they would say that he can't do this or he can't do that. He can't do this. But you, he can't yeah. do that. Something, something, something. But they give guys <laughs> who have potential the opportunity, the benefit of the doubt that he could get to the NFL with the right tutelage and the right coaching. He could become a game changer. Why can't you say that about a guy you, that you say he can't do it? Because you, you, you give a, a, a false hope. Yeah, you know who they said that about? Paxton Lynch. You know who they probably said Rock that about? Osweiler. You know who they probably said that Trevor about too? <laughs> Tom Brady. They definitely said that about Thomas Bradington the third. Cause they, but they didn't like him to begin with. Cause, I mean, think about it. What round was he drafted again? Sixth. Come on now. You think they said, "Oh, this is the, this is going to be the the best quarterback to enter the, the next NFL. coming." This is this is oh, no, but I'm saying the opposite thing is that's what is what they said about those other guys. They yeah. said like, oh, they're intangible. Oh, he's six seven, and oh, he's this, and it's like, oh, they loved Brock Osweiler. Yeah, and Brock Paxton Lynch Osweiler is the same size. You know who else they loved? Ryan Leaf. Yeah, yeah. they came up Peyton Man. They said Ryan Leaf is going to be the best thing smoking when he gets to the NFL. Sick. It's like Marinovich. <laughs> yeah, he was the biggest buzz. Tim Couch. Tim Couch is the reason why Cleveland is still bad. They love Tim Couch. They said he's going to come in and change the franchise. Hey, um, like Flacco, he's not good. Joe Flacco. Oh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco had he's a six. Six, six. Yeah, he's six, 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 six. six, six. He's a six, six, two forty guy. Yeah. He's and he's and he's got a strong arm. Yeah. That's what no, it is. He got a he's deep arm. Yeah. Oh. A white Joe He really is though. That's all he is. He's oh. a he's a big arm quarterback. Is he accurate? No, he needs guys who could just take off deep. He's not throwing those intermediate routes. Why do you think Baltimore is never going in the playoffs and making noise? Joe Flacco too. Correct me if I'm wrong. Am I wrong in saying that? He's a white Jamarcus Russell. No, you're not wrong in saying he's a white Jamarcus, but he's got a Super Bowl ring. He does have a Super Bowl ring. Off defense, baby. Defense. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's listen, a ring is a ring, baby. Yeah, yeah Trent right. said that too. You're right. That, that's the sorry part. Like that's how that's how they judge sports. That's, that's there's not trash. that there's not that many. Uh, I can drive a bus. I can drive, I can be the bus driver for that team and get a ring. That's, that's true. true. Facts. He's a he's a. He's a Super Bowl champ bus driver. Yeah. Shoot, that's like uh He's a valet it, that's like in basketball when the Cavs won, they bought their entire uh, staff who works at the arena, they bought all them rings. Well, yeah, so Miami, even the people Miami who like too. so even the people who scan in the tickets when you enter, they got an official ring. They're 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 NBA Finals champions. I went, through, I, went, <laughs> I, went, I went 
buzzer in. I went three for three on buzzers. The janitor, the janitor for the Miami Heat has a ring. He's lit. That's nice. That's lit, lit, lit. Bro, he could just go somewhere and be like, oh, yeah, this this, this whole thing. Yeah. He was like, ah, this was my salary got me. I wiped up throw up for this, guys. Word. Lit. Riley Ferguson's interceptions are nine. So it's once again 3,900 yards, 36 touchdowns, nine picks. Uh, wow. Come on, man. That's really good numbers. But the, yeah, a kid like that is going to get overlooked every but time. But that's, once again, the Heisman thing, too. He yeah. His receiver yeah, is... Free agent. Oh. His, his receiver is a walk-on. Yeah, his receiver is going to be the next coming of Antonio Brown. Oh, I can see. Yeah. See? And Shoot. They might, he's like 5'9", though. Yeah. 5'10". try to move in the corner. Miller. What's his last name? Miller? Right? I believe Miller. Yeah, Miller. But see, three. See, they try to move in the corner. No, they're not nah, going to move in the corner. He's going to go late. But you see how crazy Ferguson that is? is going to be a free agent. Yeah. But you see how crazy that is, though? He's easily overlooked. <laughs> Even with these immaculate numbers, yeah, he's easily overlooked. We're not, we're not worried about work. him. Working hard to be we're a, not worried about him. a practice squad quarterback. I love it when they get it wrong. Like, for example, I'm going to use this name because this guy's name pop out easy for me. Dak Prescott. Mm. They didn't talk about Dak at all. But this guy was on the Heisman list two years straight. At Mississippi State, and then upon like coming out for the draft, never was mentioned as a, a top tier talent as a quarterback. Not at all. They were trying to get him to change his position. And then, the, the, then Dallas gets him, and he starts playing him and Zeke, and then they 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 not start switching tunes. <laughs> we knew he could do this. He was doing things like this at Mississippi State. Then why would you guys give him plays before? He has opportunity. They feed him the ball. Uh-huh. What about Alfred Morris? Mm-hmm. Alfred Morris is a back who's done it before. Yeah. They act like they were trying to survive. His rookie year, he went over 1,000 yards in Washington. 100. They, 100. Like he, they were trying didn't to survive. He, didn't, he almost won rookie of the year, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 100% <laughs> of the reason why Washington Redskins were good with RG3 is because of Alfred Morris. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think that year he actually had the most rushing yards in the league. And if I, and I'm going to say this also, as a Cowboys fan, 100% of the reason why Dak was successful was, was because of Zeke. You see, if you see the up and downs of Dallas this year because the, the, the consistency of the running game. Mm-hmm. As soon as they started saying, you know what, we do have Alfred Morris. Let's put it in his hands more. The thing started changing now. That now it's made easier for, um, for, for Dak Prescott. Ultimately, the reason why we ended up losing that last game um, uh, this past weekend was him playing bad. He had he threw two interceptions. Right. And, I mean, yes, Zeke did account for 118 yards total offense, but that played bad because he was trying to do too much. Just leave it on the ground. Man, it, it, just, it just pains me when the analysts don't give credit when it's supposed to be due. Like, why does... Why does a Lamar Jackson get overlooked? Why does a Riley Ferguson get overlooked? Why does a Quentin Flowers at the USF get overlooked? And he's good too. Why does he get overlooked? He's really good. Why 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 do these guys get overlooked for a Josh Allen or a John for a Rosen? Because because a guy's six five two thirty three. I'm sorry, but we don't live in that era anymore where the quarterbacks have to be big and slow with a big arm. It's just the mobile era. It's just everything has to be faster now because the defensive linemen are 6'5", 280, and they could clock a 4'4". Not just that, but the game NFL is changing to a, a senior college. Yeah. A senior Wait, NCAA, say that again? Like a senior NCAA. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, They're bringing all the schemes up. Uh, yeah. It's a, spre- it's really a spread league. All the schemes up. It's a spread league. Absolutely. Here, you can't. Dr- say things like 
uh, quarterbacks are succeeding or flourishing in, in in college because of the system. The system. Listen, Tom Brady never under center. Isn't that a system? Yeah. Why you th- Tom Brady and those guys keep winning the Super Bowl because it's a system. When you when they start saying things like that, like oh this guy won't get to the NFL because he needs to understand the NFL uh, way of how they do. No, there's a system in place. There's always a system in place. Even like RG three when he was doing good, successful, they catered to him. Is, yeah, the things that he did in college, and then they're like, you know what? Even Colin Kaepernick, they made it work. They did everything what they what they used to do at Nevada for him. Let's do this read option. Let's make it easier. Let's give you two or three reads on the pass after the play action. Yeah. And well, that's the reason why they went to the Super Bowl or the NFC title game like that. They made it simple. Russell Wilson, we're making it easy. We're putting him on the center. We're, making, we're giving him easy reads. What's Tennessee Titans? Titans um, Super Mario. Mar- uh, Mariota. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. They've carried it to make it fit him. They have. Yeah. They have. And I mean, honestly, you show me any good team, dynasty or not, and I'll show you a good system. Yep. I don't care what anybody says. Even systems even, win, man. Even Dallas, they understood uh, running the read option with Zeke and Dak. You got it. If you're not trying to have a system in play for your guys to succeed, you're not trying to win ball games at the end of the day. You're not. Right. Look at Oakland Raiders. You guys fling the ball a lot. You know why? Because that's what Derek Carr did at Fresno. And that's what we got away from this year, and that's why we have yeah. Because you guys got Marshawn Lynch and said, "I'm gonna run the ball." More. No, well, no, no, no. Not even that. I, they just haven't let. I don't know if it's they haven't let Derek Carr throw the ball or he's been too scared to throw the ball, but I think the play calling has been way too conservative with these dump-off passes and stuff Uh like that. We used to run a lot of bootlegs because Carr's quick on his feet. He ran His 40 is a tenth of a second slower than uh, 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 Johnny Menzel. Right. So he can move. That boy can run. So like we used to run a lot of bootlegs and stuff, get him out there to where you got to like, okay, is he going to take off with it or not? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that we're just not doing that anymore. It's kind of it's see, yeah, it's kind of crazy knowing that, and it's like, how do you guys expect to win games if you guys are trying to do something convincing that's not you guys? Right, run the system that's gonna work, and then when it works, leave it there. Don't try to come alter it and do anything <laughs> stupid. Try to reinvent when, the wheel every even year. when it doesn't work. Just add a little, add a couple of kinks to it. Philly. You know who's good? You know who's good for that? Who? Andy Reid. Andy Reid is yeah. awesome. Hey, Andy Reid did coach. Yeah, Andy Reid, I think, is the, <laughs> my, only is my, favorite old, my only knock on giving, Andy Reid. What's the what's quarterback name? He's giving Alex Smith a uh, new life. Uh-huh. You know, Alex Smith's supposed to be done. Oh, he's gone after this year in my business, though. <laughs> Just so you know. But yeah, so you know, he's gone after this year. Mahomes, hey, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes is about to come. Mahomes is about to snap. Oh. Kansas City's about to be a brutal yeah, issue. Mahomes is going to be a problem. Because he, you got to worry about him taking off on you, too. Yeah, Mah- uh, he's a big he's, body. He's from that exact system that Andy yeah. Reid runs. Uh-huh. Yeah. My, my only knock against Andy Reid, really, is that there's always a point in the season <laughs> where he gets just complacent. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he stops like being creative in his play calling. Mm-hmm. I think he I does think that for. I think he does that. For he turned time. the play calling over now. That's what I'm saying. But that's why. But like that's why Kansas City went on that losing streak. Mm-hmm. Once he turned the play calling back to like they started picking it back up again. He does uh, Andy Reid. If you ever see Andy Reid's teams, they do like a massive job on getting guys who like the analysts don't talk about, like a uh, Tyreek Hill. They don't talk about that guy. Right. Analysts don't talk about him. But Andy Reid, though, Andy Reid and his guys see. Okay, this guy's gonna be a talent. Kareem Hunt, this guy's gonna be a talent. We're not gonna talk about. They're not gonna talk about him, but we know what this guy's made of because this guy balls. Tyreek Hill in college, well, um, Oklahoma State played running back and receiver, and he did both do this in college. So if that, that's not telling you that he's dynamic. I don't know what is. 
Right. Andy Reid grabbed him up and look at him now. One of the fastest guys in the NFL. It's hard to stop at whatever. At return, man, put him in the backfield. Just get him the ball. Get him the ball. But to go ahead and get back to um this uh Ferguson this Ferguson kid real quick, I'm gonna say he, I'm gonna let you guys know a, a startling stat about this cat. He has one, two, three, four, four four hundred yard games where he threw for four hundred yards. Four. Four. Wow. And in two of those games, he had seven touchdowns, and another the other one he had six. Again, I'm sorry, the one against UCLA. The yeah, one against UCLA. against UCLA, against Rosen, he had six touchdowns and 400 yards. They call that game the, force, the blue chip versus the walk-on. Yeah, they did. He had 400 yards and six and, and six touchdowns. Come on now. If that doesn't promote me to be better than the guy who do you like, I don't know what does. I beat him and I had a better game. And you still ain't going to put me on? You still ain't going to talk about me. Crazy. B, you're not going to find no disagreements here. <laughs> All right. So, that being said, let's move into the picks, y'all boys. All right. All right. So, um, where we're standing right now, uh, B still up front at 88 and 33. And uh, Nels and I are now tied at 82 and 39. So, we're six games back, but there's a lot of games. Like I said, there's like 22 games uh, this week. Mm-hmm. So, I think whatever happens this week is really going to determine... What happens? I gotta close out strong. These picks, yeah. So um, we'll start things off with the Independence Bowl, where it is the eight and four Southern Miss versus six and six FSU. I'm going with Southern Miss. This bowl game shouldn't have happened because they messed the, the committee messed up and put Florida State in the bowl game when they shouldn't they shouldn't even be in the yeah, bowl game. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <clears throat> One FSU. I want to see what Willie Tiger could do, so let's put it back. Let's put it on the back of those Seminoles. What well, FSU? All right. Um, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. What? I actually, I actually really like that bowl game oh. because they they turned the Yankee Stadium into. That's why they call field. it the Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah. I was like, that seems so random yes. to me. Okay, yes, that makes I sense. Really, I really like that one. All right, we got um, Iowa 7-5 and five versus Boston College 7-5. and five. I'm going I'm Iowa. Going, I'm going Boston. Iowa against who? Boston College. I got to go Iowa on that one now. All right, the Foster Farms Bowl. Wait a Foster minute. Farms Bowl? <laughs> yeah. We're just reaching that what? name. What? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, <laughs> did, they, did they write names to put in the bowl? Can somebody give me a reach, picked, please? Yeah. Someone picked it? I'm going to let my son pick the name of this bowl. <sighs> hey, son, yeah. what do you want this called? They went to a bowl name generator. Yeah, so Foster we got... Farms, Dad. So, it's 7-5 and five Arizona versus 6-6 six and six Purdue. Oh, this game doesn't even matter. Is that... Um, what's his name for Arizona? Khalil Tate? He's going to snap. Yeah, yeah. Going Arizona. The Arizona. quarterback? Yes. Yes. You going to Arizona as well? Yeah, Arizona. Indeed. Okay. Arizona. Um, Arizona. Arizona. The Texas Bowl. I love the Texas Bowl. That's Texas 6-6 six six versus Missouri 7-5. Who's, who's who's in that? Texas versus Missouri. Oh, that's crazy that Texas would be in the Texas Bowl. Isn't it? Crazy. Is, uh, that, is that a New York Bowl? <laughs> crazy. Um, okay. I'm going Texas because uh, Missouri lost their offensive coordinator who is not a head coach at UCF, Josh Hyper. Uh, I'm going to go Texas as well just for them being home. Who'd you pick? 
Texas. Who'd you pick? Texas. Texas. Tom Herman got some things to prove. I'm and, going Texito. Okay. Isn't that Jerry Jones' uh, grandson over there at quarterback? Which one? At Texas. I wouldn't know. I looked that up. All right. We have the Military Bowl. Uh, six and six Virginia versus six and six Navy. Virginia at Navy? Mm-hmm. Virginia. I like Virginia. I saw them play against Miami, and I was I was impressed. Are you waiting for me to pick first? I don't know who I'm picking. Um, I'm gonna roll with um, Navy. See, because I I see your point. We have, they have the ACC leading it's tackle. Something, over there. It's something about these grind them out triple option teams that I just like, man. It's just you know, Virginia, just so exciting. Virginia, to, what? What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? There's something. There's something about grinding out triple option teams that just always seem, you know, they just seem to pull out victories, man. So, yeah, yeah, uh, cool, cool. Who are you picking? Yeah, yeah, these. cool, cool. Balls. Thank you. I'm going it's sports Navy. Podcast. Okay. I'm going Navy. All right, we got yeah. the we got the Camping World Bowl. Oh, that's in Orlando. What? It's uh, number twenty-two, Virginia Tech. They're nine and three versus number nineteen Oklahoma State. They're nine and three. Oh, this is gonna be a shootout game. Mm-hmm. Who versus? VTech versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State against who? VTech. Vitek. Ooh. Vitek. Uh, Vitek. I don't know. They, 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 they struggle out the gate, but Oklahoma State offense that day big time. Ooh, I'm and going. Got, I'm going with the Rebels. I'm going Oklahoma State. But it was the Cowboys. 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 Oklahoma oh, State. Cowboys. Oklahoma State with Cowboys. Y'all seem pretty convinced in Oklahoma State. I'm going Virginia Tech. I'm a Virginia Tech like fan fan, <laughs> but I, they're too young. All right, we got the Alamo Bowl. This is a traditional good bowl right here. Yeah. Number 13, Stanford. They're 9-4 mm-hmm. versus number 15, TCU. They're 10-3. I told you. I'm going to roll that's with TCU. A, that's a good game. Yeah. TCU versus? Stanford. That's a good game. Running the ball versus Air Raid. Kenny Football might do a little thing or two in that. Gary Patterson going to throw that ball. Yeah, have you ever seen? Of it. Ha, yeah, have you ever seen Gary Hawks. Patterson in the bowl game? They just sling that rock. Horn Frogs, TCU. I'm going. I'm going to Taku. 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 Bet. <laughs> All right. In the got, words of the illustrious method man, Takau. We got another potentially good game here. We got the Holiday Bowl. Number 18, Washington State. They're 9-3 and three versus number 16, Michigan State. They're also 9-3. and three. Another run the ball versus the stupid air raid. I'm going Michigan State. Yeah. Michigan State because Washington State lost uh, two starting receivers due to they want to transfer back home. And I think the reason why, because they want, everybody wants to go to Florida. If and no one saw um, over the break, I mean, I said over the break, uh, over the past week, Treon Grimes, whatever his name, Grimes from Ohio State, was a five-star recruit from St. Thomas, just transferred to UF. Nice. So I think that's the big move now. There's a lot of kids going to UF since Dan Mullen's there, and he just got a five-star quarterback with uh, Emory Jones. So that's what we did. We're doing so that. you're going Michigan State as well? Yeah, Michigan State. All right. I'm going Michigan State also. I, I, love, I love Mike Leach. Michigan State. All right, we got the Belk Bowl. That's normally a good bowl. Um, yeah. Seven and five Wake Forest at seven and five Texas A and M. 
I'm going Texas A&M. I'm going Wake Forest. They've been playing good football all year. Them damn vegans deserve it. <laughs> That's what you're doing. What you doing? Where are you going? Not Wake Forest. Huh? Not Wake Forest. Okay, so you're going Texas A&M. Thanks for being difficult. You're welcome. All right, we have the Sun Bowl. Uh, number 24, NC State. Ooh. They're 8 and 4 right versus Arizona State. They're 7 and 5. NC State. NC State. NC State. NC State. NC State. NC State. Is, is, I want to know if what's the color is already coaching there. Um, your man from Philly, Herm. Is he, or is he coaching the bowl game? Herman, I don't believe so. No, oh, they're letting the old guys either. finish out. Yes, sir. All right, we got the Music City Bowl. Love that bowl game. Music City. Is it Nashville? Yeah. Indeed. Seven and five, Kentucky versus. Oh, Kentucky. Versus uh, number 21, Northwestern. They're nine and three. Ooh. I'm taking Kentucky. Kentucky got a whole Ooh. bunch of South Florida boys Kentucky. on their team. I'm going Northwestern. Ooh, Kentucky. Fried chicken. It's not pair of Um, Let's go Kentucky, man. All right. We got the Arizona Bowl where we have New Mexico State. They're 6-6 six and six versus Utah State, also 6-6. Six and six. Utah State. Shout out to my boy Henry Columbia. He's out of South Florida, too. Yeah, sounds good. I'll go Utah State as well. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. What's wrong with this bet? I don't know. Utah State. I don't know anything about either of these teams, so I'm just... <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to... Listen, if you guys hadn't picked and found out yet, I always shout out whatever South Florida kid or Florida kid that is on the team that we talk about. If I know it, I shout it out. We have the Cotton Bowl next. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually my favorite bowl game. That's cold, bro. Number eight, USC. They're eleven and two versus number five, Ohio State. Who is eleven it? and you two? Have... USC and Ohio State. Oh, an uh, inconsistent quarterback versus a running back at quarterback. Yeah, I'm mm. gonna roll with Ohio State on this one. Who Ohio State playing? USC. USC don't really play good in bowl games, man. If I'm correct, there. Uh, I want to say they're undefeated for the last three years now. They beat Penn State last year. USC versus Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, he's right with that one. Okay. The Tax Slayer Bowl. That's that's actually becoming a, a, a fun one to watch. <laughs> We got eight and four Louisville at number twenty three Mississippi State eight and four as well. Ooh, two good teams. Mississippi State has a big quarterback that's not bad either. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mississippi State just because Louisville's uh, defense. You're gonna go against Lamar Jackson in what might be his last collegiate game. That boy's gonna show up. He is gonna show up everywhere I, I his, go. I don't think his defense. Will. I'm going Miss State. So Roscoe Dash. No, that's Jeezy. B, you going with Louisville? I'm going with um, I'm going with Lamar Jackson for the win. Okay. No. Let's do Mississippi State, even though Lamar's going to snap that game regardless. But Mississippi State gonna pull it out. We got the Liberty Bowl, uh, seven and five Iowa State versus number twenty Memphis. They're ten and two. Rolling with Memphis. You said who in the Liberty Bowl? 
Iowa State versus Memphis. Going to Iowa State. Yeah, we just we just talked about <laughs> the young man. It'd be crazy for us to go against him. So what you're saying is I gotta follow suit. That's fine, Memphis. We gotta go Memphis, man. Shout out to Coach Vite though. Memphis. Coach Vite, Coach Jeff Haycock. I see you guys. Salute. All right. The, um, we got my the boy f- Speedy. Shout out to Speedy. <laughs> He's at the Iowa State playing corner um, by way of Atlantic High School. You you, you good? I'm sorry. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> we got the Fiesta Bowl. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eleven Washington. They're ten and two versus number nine Penn State. Also ten and two. Washington sucks. You guys hear me say that all year. And if you didn't, I'm gonna tell you again. Washington sucks because Cody Pickett is pure trash. He's the equivalent of a lacrosse player playing quarterback and think he can throw the ball. He sucks. Is uh Penn State? Oh Saquon Barkley. Is he playing? That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. You. <laughs> Okay. I, I, I spoke to him um, a couple of days ago. He's playing. Bet. I'm going we, Penn we State gonna, as well. We're going to have a four-touchdown show out. Let's go. Bet. No, so you're all in. Hey, somebody put Pickett in the State. trash can. All right. Now we got the Orange Bowl. Miami. <laughs> Let me get to it. Nope. Was, you're spoiling it. All right. We got number six, Wisconsin. They're 12-1 and one versus number 10, Miami. Also 10-2. and two. Wait. Oh, never mind. Not also. They're t- they're ten and two. Just kidding. Sorry, I'm drunk. I'm not. Buddhist is really bug out. Wisconsin versus Miami. I'm rolling with Miami. Miami. Miami at home. Miami at home. You know, I've been like praising Wisconsin like this whole season. You have. And you it might stops, as well go with them. It stops now. Oh, okay. UM. <laughs> like I'm actually contemplating about going to that game. I might holler at my guy, get some tickets. You know what? If I get some tickets, we all we all go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. What day is it? Saturday, ain't it? It should be a Saturday. Yeah, because it's the thirtieth. Yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah. I won't be here. All right. Well, if you got tickets, I'll go. All right. I want to. Be, be, I'll, I'll be there in spirit. Be another bowl game. We go all go to. All right. So we got the Outback Bowl. That's another good one. Eight and four Michigan versus eight and four South Carolina. Ah, oh, that's a setup for with Michigan to win, huh? Mm. South Carolina for the win. Ooh. Michigan sucks, man. South Carolina also. Shouts yeah. out to Devin Bush, though. Finally in high school. That kid can play football. I'm rolling. All right. We got the Peach Bowl. Number 12, UCF. They're 12-0 versus number 7, Auburn. 10-3. and This could oh, be an interesting that's game. That's a setup game. Auburn. Auburn's going to have all their pieces. They're going to try to uh, dismantle anybody in their way because that loss that they had to Georgia, they weren't healthy. Had they been healthy, Georgia doesn't beat them. Auburn's going to make UCF look bad. I'm rolling with UCF. As you should. Just because I think they got a good amount of players. I think I have a lot of players that are going to be, that are seniors too. Well, at least a, a handful. UCF? They have a lot yeah. of guys who are returning, believe it or not. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of guys who are juniors, so... Well, you could leave or come back, and I think I, what I've been hearing is a lot of guys want to return, so recreate what they did this year. Good stuff. Well, I'm, I'm on, okay. Shout out to Traquan Smith, um, Bubba, Bubba Charles. Although I really Bubba do, Sprinkles. I do want UCF to pull it out, so that'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be, yeah it, it would be nice <laughs> to tip off their season even more. It'd be, it'd be really nice. I would love that for UCF. If there's anybody who's deserving of this to really rub it in the committee's face, UCF. All right, 
the Citrus Bowl, number 14, Notre Dame, 9-3, versus number 17, LSU, 9-3. Orlando's got two bowl games? That's crazy. Who? They got two bowl games. They got the Camping World Bowl and they got the Citrus Bowl. Who? Orlando? Orlando. Orlando Ballers. They got cat. That's Walt and Disney. Citrus, and the Citrus Bowl has been low-key, like... Yeah. Rising in stock. Who's I think the two last, teams? Last Notre year, Dame and LSU. Last year was West Virginia, Miami. That's a good, yeah, that's a good game. I'm going to roll with Notre Dame. I'm going with Notre Dame. What? You going over your team, boy? First off. Uh, first of all, they use my team now. We discussed this. Oh, this is true. This is oh, true. Wow. That was a tis, quick turnaround. It's tis true. <laughs> I love this guy for that move. Welcome to the fan. Hey, guys. but I told him what it happened, though. Yeah, hey, I told him what it happened. Um, but um, I think it was the Notre Dame game. Nah, it was the uh, the Virginia game the week before. Uh, so let's go with I'm going with LSU because I'm rocking with those those DBs and I think Notre Dame stinks. But and the committee loves to give them a push because they're the good old boys. All right, now here we go. The two most important games we got the Rose Bowl, number three Georgia twelve and one versus number two Oklahoma twelve and one. I'm rolling with Georgia. I've been saying I'm, I want Georgia to go all the way, so I'm, I'm rolling with Georgia. Baker Mayfield, he's a short quarterback that they shouldn't be doing this. Let's write him in. Baker Mayfield. So you're going with Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Georgia. All right. And the Sugar Bowl. Number four, Alabama, 11-1 versus number one, Clemson, 12-1. Clemson. 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 Don't nobody want to know damn hate Alabama. Hate Alabama yeah. too. Don't nobody want to watch drive drive football. All right, <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting week, y'all boys. Alabama, so Alabama and um, Ohio State are pretty much the same team when you think about it. Running backs, running backs at quarterback, and then they want to have big bru- bru- bruising defensive linemen and play man coverage in the back. It's the same thing. Brutes. So. Moving right along to uh, professional football. Oh, snap. The uh, N. <laughs> I tried, B. I, I tried. <laughs> I like how you said professional L. football. He didn't say NFL. Yeah. So you're doing N-A. this out of turn right So you're assuming I'm talking about the NFL. Yeah. I could be talking about the CFL. Soccer. Arena football league. Bless you. Because it's tight. Didn't know how you just did that. Because you said professional football. Listen, bro, I was waiting for it. All right, y'all. So, I'm going to read off these playoff standings and the clinch scenarios. This is a very... This is probably the most interesting week 17 with the most at stake that we've had in a while. Because hmm. usually there's a lot of teams that can just kind of chill. But there's a lot of for grabs this week. So, that being said, in the AFC, you got the Patriots at one, Steelers at two. They're both going to be fighting for that number one seed this week. Uh, the Jaguars are locked at three. The Chiefs are locked at four. And then you have, as of right now, the Ravens at five, the Titans at six, with the Chargers and the Bills still in it. Now in the NFC, you got the Eagles locked at one. Um, Vikings at Vikings are at two right now. Rams are at three, Saints are at four, Panthers at five, Falcons at six, with the Seahawks uh, still in it. So this week, for clinch scenarios, uh, the Patriots can clinch the number one seed with a win or a Steelers loss. The Steelers can clinch the number one seed with a win and a Patriots loss. Um, The Ravens 
in order to to clinch their playoff spot, they need to either win or uh, the Titans or Bills to lose, and they're in. Uh, they can actually miss the playoffs completely if they lose and the Bills and Titans both win. Um, the Titans can clinch that last spot with a win or a Bills and Chargers loss. And they'll miss the playoffs completely with a loss and a Chargers and Bills win. Um, the Chargers can sneak up into the, the number six seed with a win and a Titans loss. The Chargers. The Chargers. They need to win against Oakland this week, and they need the Titans to lose versus the Jaguars. Both are very possible. Oh, that's the Chargers a, yeah. could get in. That's a possible scenario. Yeah. Um, Who wants to see San Diego? And the Bills can still get in. Uh, they can get in with a win and a Titans and Chargers loss, or a win and a Ravens loss. And oh, right. that's going to happen. Do you think the Ravens are going to lose to Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. So you're actually picking the Ravens against Cincinnati? Huh? You're actually picking Cincinnati against the Ravens then? No, I'm just stating a... Uh, uh, oh. Carry on, sir. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to trap him. <laughs> I'm not an Andy Dalton fan. I know. All right, now, on the NFC side, like I said, Eagles are locked in at one. So the Vikings can clinch the number two seed with a win or a Panthers loss or a Saints win or a Rams win. Wait, wait, wait. So Vikings win and the so, Saints lose, So they got number two. No, yeah. If the Vikings win, they, they got number two. If the Vikings don't win... Yeah. Then, then Carolina has to lose. Yeah. Or New Orleans c- can win. How about if uh-huh. Vikings Vikings win, Carolina wins, what happens? And Saints lose. No, Carolina gets the number two seed. I'm going to get oh, there because okay. they beat the Vikings. Okay, that's what I wanted to get yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get there. I got you. All right. So the Rams can clinch um, their number three seed with a win or a Saints and Panthers loss. Um, the Saints can clinch the, now the NFC South is still up for grabs so the Saints can clinch the NFC South with a win or a Panthers loss those are the two options and the Panthers can clinch the NFC South with a win and a New Orleans loss they need both of those things to happen mm. to clinch the NFC South but, I mean they've already clinched their playoff spot mm-hmm. but they can clinch the first round by with that number two seed with a win they need more to happen they need to win they need the Saints to lose. They need Minnesota to lose. Mm-hmm. And they need the Rams to lose. So if, all those other three teams have to lose, and they have to win for them to jump up and clinch that number two. I'm going to say this now. If Cam, those guys, get their first round by, Super Bowl. I, I'm not going to argue that. Because they stumbled out the gate this right. season with, and was all over the place. And when they figured it out, it started to look good. Right. So now, basically, the only other situation right now is for the Falcons and the Seahawks to see where they fall. Mm. For the Falcons to maintain where they are, 